Hey! Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Yes, we're back and better than ever. Back and we're better, back and we're better. I'm Naya, Fizzle Grant. Oh, is that, wait, is that right? Oh my god! <laughs> welcome to Tea with a Slice of Shade, where every, every episode, every episode, Naya does not know her Instagram handle every single time. I'm a mess. It is, why do nice I fizzle. know it? It's not fizzle. It's not fizzle. Okay, not fizzle. Yeah, if, you, if you think it's fizzle, Graham, I feel like you need to just, just change, change it back. back. <laughs> just change it back. Because every time it's fizzle, Graham, you, it's, no, it's not. No, it's not. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Naya Fizzle. Hi, Naya. Hi. Hi, yes. it's Zibs. It's Zibs on the gram and everything else. So, yeah. you know, today, guys, I think we just go straight into it. Like, today is just a very, very sad day. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, this morning I woke up to hear the news that Nipsey Hussle was shot dead outside his store in Inglewood. In, well, I think it was Inglewood or Hyde Park Corner or something. Hyde Park Corner. In, um... Hyde Park Corner. That's in California. There's one in California. I just can't I believe this. I'm pretty sure it's Hyde Park, but I don't think it's Hyde Park Corner. I'm sure it's said Hyde Park Corner. I feel like you're just getting confused with the UK. <laughs> Do you know no, what I mean? I, <laughs> I probably am, to be fair. No, but basically it was South LA. Like, yeah. I mean, whether it's Hyde Park Corner, Hyde Park, wherever it was. It was LA. LA. So how did you, you, so you woke up and you found I out. I found out on I just one night as soon as I woke up. Yeah. And I just think the whole thing is, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit funny because in the strangest of ways, I wasn't shocked. Like, I wasn't shocked by it. I feel like we need to break it down a little bit more because we can't assume that people even know who we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, let, let me land, let me land. So Nipsey Hussle obviously was a rapper. And he's been in the game for years. Yes. Like since yes. the 90s, I think. Yes. Or early noughties. Or yes. Like yes. Time. I personally did not listen to his music. I won't pretend that I did. Mm. But um, I appreciate... You know you can appreciate someone yeah. as an artist. Like You don't need to listen to someone's music to appreciate their talent. Yeah. I yeah. I just... I knew he was, a, he was a good, talented guy. Like, I felt like he didn't really... He wasn't very showy. Like, yeah. He, a he's lot not. of the new rappers are these days. Like, no, he's not. Like, who spend thousands on diamonds are just just blood diamonds not to not to say that he doesn't spend money on diamonds but i feel like what naya's trying to get is nipsey hustles more than his music yeah do you know what i mean like like he had a lot of weight and gravitas to him like yeah i remember watching like obviously because of he's died everyone's sort of bringing up all these like past interviews yeah of course things that he said and he was very vocal about not bothering to spend money on like diamonds yeah very like he was like i'd rather invest in real estate he's been saying and that for a rapper to say that is it's a lot because about a lot of people it's not the time they send to sideline rappers as not having not being intellects you know yeah I mean? not being intellectual, and he wasn't it he was he was he was very intelligent like, yeah a lot of rappers are these days but it's a sad it's a sad it's a sad case because I, I i genuinely feel as if he was murdered by the government like i genuinely feel i genuinely less, believe less, that in my chest we'll get to that We'll, we will get to oh, that. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, one thing that I wanted to just add as well is, like, Nipsey Hussle, obviously, he's a rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, a black rapper. Yeah. Like, let's just put that out there as well. Like, so, when, and he was someone, as Naya said, that was very much about investing in his into community. his community, investing into himself. Like, a lot of, like, locals from his area will tell, will, will tell you and have been saying you know how much he created jobs in the community how he you know bought property how he brought land like and this is something that he was speaking about from when he entered the game the game and something he will continue and has continued to speak about so one thing that you know anyone and everyone can learn from him is that we need to be investing in ourselves yeah we need to be investing into our community and not to know focus on these temporary stuff and these things that are not adding profit to us like and the thing that really saddens me is like Last year and this year have been such great years for him. Like, he was nominated yeah. for um, the best, like, um rap album for, from the Grammys. Like, he's a Grammy-nominated artist. Yeah, like, big His guy. stuff, like, the projects that he's been putting out, the people he's been working with, are he's so talented. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's not one person that can really chat shit on his name. Like, you can't. do you know what I mean? Like, no... Like when Cadet passed away. You, you can't, can't say a negative thing there's about enough, them. You can't. Like, so when I'm seeing people, like tweet and you know offer their like respects and stuff and i'm seeing people oh but name name one song that that you knew shut up moving like that shut up please 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 please. shut up i don't want to hear that like i don't want to hear that because 
really and truly, you don't need to have listened to this guy's music to under, like, fam, you don't, like, just, people need to, like, one thing we talk about in our group chat a lot Mm -hmm. is death, which is sad, but it's happening, it's happening, so we talk about it, but it's like, death is being, like, not even, death obviously is a normal thing, but the way people are passing is becoming so normalised, like, this isn't normal, so it's like, a black man a fa- a man who has kids a man who basically has a wife has passed away let people pay their respects yeah and fair enough he's a rapper whatever but before that he is actually a human, human being. being so it's like don't say to someone oh or put, put those tweets out oh but you didn't da, da, da. it's not a, as you like say this isn't an olympics this isn't oppression olympics this isn't oppression olympics or olympics over who's gonna feel the worst or Trust me. listen because cool grief not, olympics you know this isn't grief olympics <laughs> like let people grieve how they want to grieve fair enough and then there's the other side of people like oh but you didn't know him like you don't need to know these people listen. guys like we're human beings it's sad like people mm. are getting killed people in flint don't have water does it mean that oh because my aunt isn't in flint i can't feel for them or i can't you know re- like obviously i can't relate because i have water here but i can't mm. do you know what i mean yeah. emphasize yeah. what they're yeah. going through people die all over the world it's sad yeah. It is sad. We're human beings. We're going I, to have emotion. Day, I feel as if the black community in in like it's quite transatlantic. Like it's not just yeah, Americans, not just Great British. Like it's when you all are of black, us. we are genuinely we're united in the sense that we are all black. Yeah, a hundred percent. So like the reason the re- even though I don't, like I said I don't listen to Nipsey Hussle's music, I can appreciate him as yeah. another black man because yeah. of what he did for the black community. Exactly. And I always feel as if regardless of if I'm in the UK, if I'm in yeah. Nigeria, if I'm in Russia, from yeah. Slovenia, like if I, if I am black, I am part of that black community. So he is him doing something for those yeah. people in California is doing something for me too. Hundred percent. Black identity is such. A, it's we're powerful, man. Like we live in a globalized, like globalized world. Everyone's exactly. In some shape or form. A hundred percent. And what was really sad to me is that I saw um the chief of police of the LAPD um wrote a tweet and he basically said like oh um. Like, I'm so sad to hear about the passing of Nipsey Hussle. Like, tomorrow, me and him were meant to even meet to discuss how we could help um, violence among young people within the community. And it's like, the okay, fair enough. I don't really, like... There are some aspects of what the police do that are good. There are some aspects that are bad. But overall... Especially the LAPD. You know, but the fact that someone within the police force of such high authority within himself even said that, you know he's actually like he's even saddened by this loss because he and himself knows the benefit yeah, of nipsey the hustle to the yeah. community yeah exactly nipsey hustle holds a lot of weight and now that he has now been shot not that he's passed of you know maybe he was ill, Ill. or something like he murdered in cold he blood murdered in broad daylight outside his shop a shop where you know he's using to give back to the thing community is, he didn't even have to have a shop in inglewood he didn't That's need to a, do that he did not need to he could have had a shop in mel what's that uh, melrose melrose avenue you know what i mean it where all the bloggers are you know what i'm trying to say like he could have had a shop in the most bougiest of areas because he could afford that of course he, he had decided, you know let me invest in my own community in my let people point back in my own 100 percent. and that's what he did and at the end of the day it didn't it didn't help him out but for me i genuinely don't believe as if it was anyone at part of the community that killed him i genuinely feel as if it was something bigger than that because it doesn't make any logical sense for him to have a store where it was for as long as he had it for and it's only now like why now Rose. that's the question why now and the only thing that i can really link it to is a dr savory documentary 100%. that he was trying to produce because yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't make any logical sense. Do you know sense. what? I feel like we need to look at it from that side and we also need to look at it from, oh, it could have been someone else. But my view, I actually I 100%... I don't, I don't want to believe it's anyone else. Do you I know don't what? want to. I believe what Naya is saying completely. Whether they got someone to do it or whether they did it, yeah. I believe there is definitely some involvement because when like and i'm not even trying to be a pessimist or stuff but honestly as naya said nipsey hustle has been in this game for time he has been about and things in la like not to say that i'm in la or stuff but from my people that are there things in la have been relatively calm recently relatively calm so something like this has shocked has like has triggered let me not say shock triggered now multiple different like all the gangs in in la like the 40s the 60s or whatever to now actually come out 
because they're even outraged of what's happened and they don't no one knows who's done it which yeah. I don't get Fuck. because it's blood listen listen, 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 listen let, me, let me tell you this for, for free right? if a gang actually did they're claiming that they're claiming this they're claiming this shit yeah and what nigga I killed it listen if they believe that with their chest they are claiming it Real. look at all these uh, terrorist, terrorist attacks as soon as a terrorist attack happens anywhere are the group not claiming saying yes it was an ISIS attack we did that just, just to get that weight to feel but the Don Daddy. No one's Everyone is bim. No one's bim. When I tell you, right, it was a higher power that murdered Nipsey Hussle, you'll think I'm mad. I am not mad. No, I when, agree. As soon as I heard he was doing a Dr. Sebi documentary, I was saying, protect Nipsey. Protect Get him! some security. Because this is At not a joke. At all This is not a joke. And job. he knew, though. He knew. He knew! Because he did it interview. And he still didn't get security. <laughs> Why? Why? I'm so living. The thing is, yeah, oh. he knew because he even there was a documentary, and I'll try find it and put the link in our um, bio. So mad. Like in in the interview, he even says like he knows like when you're doing things like this, for example, that specific documentary. Like the government don't want them. They don't. Want, there's certain things, yeah, that they don't want to come out for a reason and we need to use we need to not lose our heads and actually use our ears and be very open and mindful because this shit is real and this shit is real and and the worst thing is yeah like the more you think about it the more angry you get because you just feel so powerless 100% we are we are I'm so that's why I'm so hot because I'm so powerless that there's I can be screaming that some like like with Diana you can be screaming that Diana was murdered because she blatantly was but till this day, has anyone been no. prosecuted for that? No. Till this very fucking day, they're still blaming paparazzi. And they very much, very well they know. know who killed Diana. They know. It pisses me off to my core. I'm not doing it. In the I'm not doing it. Let them come and kill me too. I don't care. Hey, God forbid it! Let me just cover you with the We're blood of Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> the blood of Jesus. Because what? No, obviously, obviously, the, I'm covered, but I'm, I'm good. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, nothing's going to happen to me, but... At the same time, we need to we need to keep talking about it because we can't let this let let this do you know what? The under the rug. The thing is, yeah, we can't. all of these things. And do you know what? One of my friends in uni, like he is very much uh, someone that is very much looking into like what government do and all these like little what, conspiracy theories. Yeah, all of that. Like he love that he loves it. So he will always be posting stuff like this on his gram. And then there was one one point I said. Did you delete Instagram? He was like, oh, no. Like, Instagram blocked my post. And I said, like, what did you mean? He was like, obviously, because he posts stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Not even, like, all the time, but just stuff. Where, which actually makes sense. Like, you know, there's people, there's conspiracy theorists. And then there's, sense. yeah, there's ones that are just you're reaching. The and reach. then there's ones that, like, okay, this is adding up. And the ones that he's done, basically, Instagram will, like, censor his stuff. So instead of, like, his followers seeing it, Maybe even less than half see it. So all his posts that he posts, I don't see them. It would, it would, it basically looks like I muted him, but I haven't. Right, I just right. they they limit your posts, like they limit who can see it, and that's the thing with all of these things. Like government is constantly watching what we're doing, and we have to be very mindful of what we do say even online. Like mm. when we do reach positions of power, because it's like my lecturer was saying, like corruption comes in many forms yeah and just because like governments such as the uk the us or whatever or west let me say western governments just because western governments aren't as you know scrutinized for corruptions as african governments doesn't mean doesn't, that they're not exactly it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist because it does exist it exists in other forms Ugh. and it actually does happen and we need to understand that these things happen like 100%. they there are organizations out there that you know the government will hire to kill people. Oh. Like, I learned about this in my course at university. This is a joke. Like, in, like, security organisations, like, they hire them to do... This isn't just something that happens in the Middle East. This is something that happens in our society. Like, the stuff that happens in the movies, there are elements of it that are actually true. Do you know what I mean? And we need to understand that. And I think what's what's crazy, though, because obviously I study politics in IR, so Mm. we we would have sessions where we talk about, like, corruption in government and that kind of thing. And I remember we did a, we had a seminar on corruption in the world. We had, it was like our first ever like, mm. class. And it was like, okay, name like the top 10 countries that you think are the most corrupt in the world. Yeah. And literally when I say all the Caucasian people kept saying, you know, um, Uganda, South Africa, Mexico, all these Southern, like Southern hemisphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hemisphere. 
And I was thinking, hello. And I put my hand up and I said, the UK and the US. He was like, yeah, you're right. You're, these are what these all of these places you're saying are corrupt in different ways 100%. and a lot of the time people tend to ignore corruption in the uk and the US just because they are so good at fucking hiding it yeah a lot of the a lot of policies that are in our government that are legalized a lot of them are corrupt yeah but because they're legal they don't look like they're corrupt yeah do you know course. what i mean of course like, things like the help to buy scheme like fair enough that is helpful but at the same time the government is buying part of your home so you're not only going to have to pay back your mortgage but you're also paying back the government like it's 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 all so messy and it's packaged yeah. in a nice little package yeah. to make it look like it's benefiting you but, but in not. reality you're losing out so you need to like in this life you need to scrutinize everything you 100%. cannot take anything face value yeah that's when you fail well you need to become educated and you need to understand what's actually going on in society it's very good and well being in your bubble but one day that bubble's gonna pop pop like come on like this nips what we can learn from nipsey hustle's passing is that the value of education and the value of investing in yourself like education is so important and it's so sad to me that you know he's now like lauren london which is like his partner they've got a kid together i remember like a couple days ago i was watching their couples questions on complex like i'm gonna cry lauren london like it's like no one deserves that like she doesn't deserve that normal people that get shot and killed every Every day they don't deserve that like pe- that's why i'm saying that's why i have to say like obviously if it isn't the government if it's just even if it's the government have made someone else do it like people that are out there killing others like even though i don't believe that's the reason like we need to actually look at those people it's and try mad. and address that issue as well yeah. because it brings another issue of gun violence like why uh, why why we're killing each other like people have lives this isn't a game be, like for me personally i just don't feel as if guns should be that easily accessible. accessible they should never be that easily like these things can kill people we have seen them kill people at multiple times who needs to die Real. for you to realize that we need some we need restrictions on our guns I don't know. We, a president has been shot jfk we've seen young school kids being shot in there in what's it stone, in school what's it called stone was it stone douglas I think so, yeah. There's I know one, what you're talking about. Know, I just can't so remember many the exact school, name. No, there's been a lot. Shooting, to the point where six-year-olds are being shot in their, in their primary schools. Like, who, what more needs to happen before we realise that something needs to be done about the gun violence? It is too much. It Honestly. is too much. You cannot compare the amount of deaths to gun violence in the US compare it to the amount of death violence, gun violence in the UK. There is no comparison because guns are not easy. You cannot walk into ASDA in the UK and purchase an AK-47. But in the States, you can be walking to Walmart or to Target and you can purchase a, semi, a, a semi-automatic handgun. Yeah. What the hell is that? Yeah. How does, how, like, how can you sleep at night knowing that this is, that this is how you're going to live your life? I can't. I physically can't. Republicans are mad. Mad, 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 mad. And honestly, mad. there's like, with that whole gun, like the gun laws within America, I feel like one key thing that they need is, just from my course, they need to reach a middle ground. Whether, because honestly- what Obama did, just saying. Okay, which is great. Whether- well, Trump provoked. You know, like, fair, like us saying to Republicans or whoever even, saying to whoever supports gun laws, that, hey, let's get rid of the guns, is so unrealistic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? In an ideal world, I would love that. But what there needs to be is definitely more um, measures in place to prevent young people from getting guns. That's not be, going to be. No, I, no fa- fair, but I feel like that's what needs to happen. There needs to be a, continu- a continued and an increased risk, an increased... Um, background checks. Yeah, increased background check, but more advocacy for this. Not to say that there isn't, but just more. And actually a piece of legislation that isn't able to just, you know, wallow everything as a new saying, president happens. Everything you're saying has been done, but then a new president will come. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, there the thing, there to- never, is ne- there's never going to be consensus because of in america when it is so polarized yeah everything is so opposite there is there, there can never i do not believe there'll be a time where there's a consensus on gun violence because if you think about the people that advocate for it they advocate for it based on the fact of hunting but for me hunting is so medieval like come on just go to go to walmart and buy yourself some chicken like, you don't need to fucking hunt and shoot a deer but even if it's it, the like, case for hunting then they... house. Like, come on like find a new hobby that's disgusting even if it's the thing for hunting then they need to find maybe... a new hobby <laughs> then find something else to do. Dying, but then they'll need to like 
have maybe proof of that. Do you know what I mean? Just a reg- more yeah. regulate. Like, obviously, in an, like, obviously, it might not happen now, but I feel like, if anything, that is the best solution. Yeah. Because realistically, like, this can't keep happening. It's sad. Oh my God, all these death, 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 death. I can't do it. And honestly, like, I'm just so grateful and happy that I exist within a system in the UK where, you know, we you can't go to the shop and get a gun. Yeah. Because sometimes I fear, like, I fear for my brothers out there. Like, yeah. and when I say brothers, I don't necessarily mean, like, my biological brothers, but, like, my black brothers, my yeah. black kings out there, when they get stopped. It's like, you scary. were even talking about, oh, your brother got stopped the other day in his car, or my boyfriend's been stopped in his car. Imagine we were in America now. Oh, Imagine honey, we're in America. It's, not, it's another story. It's we another could, story. We, Junior's not coming to the house all calm. I would be scared. I'm I would sweating. be shitting bricks sweating. if my boyfriend told me he got stopped by the police or if we got stopped by the police in the car together. The f- I would be scared. When I don't I think my anyone hand, understands. I'm my hands on my head and they're not moving from my head. I don't think you understand. Even if I lived in America, I'll have a, a camera in my car recording everything at 100%, all times. Because 100%. the way things are set up. 100%. And there's also... The, I, I remember watching this thing of um, this couple who made a, like a little pocket that you stick on your window ledge and you can put your IDs in there. Because you know one of the first thing you do is they ask you to get I your do. ID and you reach into your glove compartment. And so they see him, he's got a gun! Mm. And that's when it all goes tits up. Mm. So if you have your ID on your window ledge or you oh. have it stuck to your window, that way you can just go, listen, officer, here's my ID. And my hands are here. You can take it out yourself. I'm not moving. I'm not touching nothing. I ain't doing nothing. When I say I will be that extra. Real. Because if you don't know... All these people that get shot and killed by the police, they are they, there is nothing connected them to one another. Nothing. nothing. It can be anyone. Reals. Anyone. The whole oh listen, the states. Are Honestly, mad. it makes me so like it hurts my heart. Like if I could explain how my how I feel inside, like I can't even express myself properly because that's that's how much this has just touched me. Like heavy. innocent people and it's not just Nipsey Hustle. Do you know what I mean? People die every single day. And it's honestly, I don't believe it's their time. Yeah, this isn't. It's not, na- it's not natural. It wasn't Nipsey's time. It, it's not natural. Like he was doing so many good things for the community. Like he, no one deserves to die before their time. 100%. Like you just have to look at it as though he's in a better place now, and what we can just learn from him and his yeah. legacy. And have you ever lost anyone close to you before? That is kind of morbid. But... Yeah. Yeah. So how would you say it'd be like the best way to like deal with grief and stuff like that? Because I've never really lost for anyone. me, like. There's so many... I feel like there are stages of grief. Yeah. I feel like the initial stage is just, like... I don't know what to call it, but just the crying. Yeah. And, like, the realisation that that person... You're never going to see them again. Like, you're literally just, like, hurt. Like, you you feel... You're heartbroken, basically. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just a lot. And so you'll just cry a lot. And then I feel like there's the mourning period where you're remembering, like, the memories that you've had with them. Yeah. And just, like, rah, like, I'm never really going to have those again. Yeah. And then there's the period of kind of, like, you're looking at it from a space where, you know, you're happy that you've had those memories. Acceptance. Yeah. Yeah, acceptance. No, I wouldn't even say acceptance because you've still not... I've, I've still not accepted that you've, you've gone. Yeah. But I'm just happy that I've, I have those and memories. you've experienced those yeah. things. Yeah. And then I would say it's more, like, probably go back again to the crying phase yeah because you're like it's a cycle and then i feel like you then gradually accept because you're 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 for me like it's like how do i explain it so you're 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 good then you're bad and then you'll be good and then like the funeral will come Mm. do you know what i mean because funerals are never straight away Mm. so then like when the funeral comes then you see other people that were also impacted by this person or you know, other people crying and then it makes you cry and then you're remembering, like, okay, this person actually isn't here. And then if you've gone to, like, the funeral and you see, like, the body or the, the ashes or the cemetery or wherever, it's, like, it, it really solidifies that yeah. this pers- person isn't here. And then after that, that's when it's, like, happy- happiness because you're just, like, you know what, they're in a better place um, and you just have to look at the, the positive from it. But it's not an easy thing and grieving and mourning like these things don't happen within a day like they take their time do you know what I mean like it could take you a year and it like you just you don't know mm. like and I feel like with 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 death you never really get over it really I don't feel like you ever really get over it like because little things will trigger 
will trigger will trigger things or like if certain things like do you know what I mean yeah like if you'll just you'll still feel like a bit you just feel like a piece of you is missing if it's someone close like you'll just still feel a bit like uh yeah like for me it was my aunt that passed away and I remember I was here I was in your house when she passed away and I was meant to go to see her I was here it was me you and Annie this was last summer and um see your memory is so shit I remember it so I was here yeah so I was here basically my aunt was sick and I didn't know basically she wasn't even an aunt to me she was like she was like a, a, a second mother yeah really and truly and she was ill for a while but like she didn't tell anyone like no one knew so I just heard she was in hospital so I was like okay I'm gonna go I see her this. and then I was lying down with you guys and then my mum was like oh it's really late just stay where you are and just go we'll go you'll go see her tomorrow in the hospital and I remember waking up and just seeing a message from my mum like she's gone and I just remember feeling like I miss my chance. Like, there's nothing worse than feeling like you missed your chance of saying goodbye. Like, I had to think, I was thinking back, like, the last time I saw her, when was the last time I saw her? What did I last say to her? Like, do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. what, were my, what was my last memory? Like, what's her last memory of me? Like, and it, I felt terrible because it was like, I said I was going to go. And then it's like, I just... Like, I was just too late. Like, do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, you know yeah. you're too late and you don't get... That's why with this situation, I'm thinking, like, how does Lauren London feel? Like, imagine your boyfriend has just gone to the shop. The father of your child has just gone to his shop to go, go, go do go work. To work. Go, go to do work. you know what I mean? Do his thing. And you're just like, oh, bye, baby. See you later. Later never Later's not... Like, it must be so heartbreaking. <laughs> Listen, but that's, yeah. that's, but, that's, but that's the nature of life. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the thing. This about, isn't like, the nature never, of life, man. It, it is. We come and we go, and we never know when our time to go is. Do you know what I mean? As shocking as it is, real. Like who, who's who says that I you think... have to die when you're old? Do you no, know what I mean? no, like, there's, there's no rule. This thing that. just pisses me off because it's like. You never... This situation was so unnecessary. Like why? 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 What? Like why? Yeah. Like what, what, do you know what I mean? No, like yeah. what are you gaining from this? Like. I feel like I am all... F- I get it. We we live, we die. Yeah. Fair. Okay? But when people get shot, that I can't accept I can't accept that. Yeah. Not, I can't accept that. It's not right. But like I said, the world works in mysterious and, un- and we can never question the universe. Do you know what I mean? We can't Gross. question these... Because the, the, I... Yes, I believe that a higher power murdered Nipsey, but I also believe that a higher power made this happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, I do mm. believe... Like, yeah. And like... In sort of like, your universe made this happen right now. So that yeah. maybe... Because everyone knows he was doing the Doctor's Every documentary. Yeah. And then next thing you know, he turns up dead. We don't know who's killed him. Gangs are gangs saying it wasn't us. No one's claiming it. Now there's gangs. It's making us question things a bit more. And it might be, he might have been used as our almost like, not like Jesus, but like, not, Joe, what's it? Like I know a, what you're trying to say. What's the kind of thing? Like a. I don't know the name. Like a monument. Like he's, I know he what re- you mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bigger. I get what you mean. You know I what get I mean? what you mean. Yeah. So in a way, like. I'm trying to look at his death as something, being something of power. Like, yeah. As reminding us. Like, we listen, have to. Listen, this world is corrupt and you have to keep questioning everything. You cannot be satisfied with the answers that you're given. Do yeah. you know what I mean? I think yeah. that is something that Nipsey really stood for. Yeah. So in my mind, that is the only way I could really learn how to deal with death. Is yeah. to sort of figure out what, what that person meant on this earth and then what yeah. their death could possibly mean. Yeah. Because nothing happened, nothing is random. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Nothing is random. Yeah, no, I feel you. And I feel like with um with the death as well, I feel like we within ourselves, we can also learn that, you know, not to just take life for granted. Like 100%. every single day, like as you said, life isn't guaranteed. We we wait, we say, Oh, see you later. We make these plans for the next day, but nothing is know. actually confirmed. We don't know if we're gonna wake up in the morning. We like, don't. And we don't so we've just we've literally just got to be grateful for the days that we have and make the most memories as possible. That's why I can never come and kill myself for uni, you know. I can never come and die for this university nonsense. Are you fucking mad? Fucking That's why hell. I can't come and kill myself. Fucking hell me I can't. That's why any moment I need to enjoy it. I need to experience it because at the end of the day, the memories that I create with my friends and families and loved ones, those are the ones that I'm going to remember forever. 100%. Not this me stressing out in the library over this assignment. The fuck? Like, no. So also as well, I feel like 
all that stubbornness, all that anger, if you're listening, you guys need to let that go. If you've let got, go. like, hatred in your heart or resentment towards another person, let it go because it's it is not... worth it. It isn't. It isn't worth it. That person you haven't been speaking to for time, like, because of nonsense, get over it. Listen, me Stop. and Zainab are testament of that. <laughs> me and Zainab are testament. Get over it. Because we did not speak for about three years and now look at us. Like, get over it. Literally, like, all of this dumb stuff is not worth it. Like, 100%. if you love someone, if you care about someone, let them know. Don't... Guys as well, you guys out there, you don't like... Sometimes you don't like speaking about your emotions. Like, you don't know when someone's going to go. That girl... Learn from P. Diddy. Let's talk quickly. Learn from P. Diddy. P. Diddy. P. Diddy. P. Diddy. P. Diddy. P. Diddy is the prime example. The woman, the love of his life, as he will say. The love of his life. The love of his life, as he will like to say. Kim. Kim Porter. <laughs> that is gone. Now he regrets so much that he didn't tell her how much he cared. That he didn't marry her. That he didn't, pre- that he didn't do all of this. Whatever you think about how he, what he's saying is irrelevant. But the fact of what he's even saying... It's Just a take testimony. It on board. Take it on board. Like, don't be that person. Don't be that guy. Don't be that don't guy. Don't be that guy. If you think this girl is wife, wife. marry her. Wife, marry her. Please, don't take Please advantage. Though. If you've got someone good around you doing good for you that cares Just about you. hold on. Please, like, keep the good ones close. Don't think of long Baby term. boy lifestyle is not that deep. Baby boy lifestyle is not that deep. Because one day, all these babes that you're running around, they will find men. And they will marry and they will settle down. They, they will, will marry. Just, and they will just be you. Listen. Doing do you know those uncles at LA Lounge that come in and they buy Siroc and they want all the young girls? That will be you. So Biko, hear me. I've said my own. I've said my own. You see her? Marry her. Honestly. Time. Guys. Marry her. You need to be thinking about your future in a long term. Like people that are around you for temporary shit. Get them out of your life. Get them out. Get them out. Because we know within ourselves, like, if a girl's only around or a guy's only around for certain aspects, like, listen, if they aren't trying to be with you through the struggle... Or for when you make it ain't it. It ain't it. Man, it ain't it. Like, and this is even friends as well. Like, fr- people that are around you or don't want to support you or don't want the best for you, don't have them in your inner circle. Like, come on. <laughs> You look sickened. <laughs> no, because do you know what? It's so frustrating. Like, don't give me that. Like, people will message, like, oh, I'm so proud of you. And I'm just thinking, like, but where you, Where were you? You didn't help me through any of this. Where were you? Remember that Fredo, that Fredo video? Have you seen it? No. Fredo was like, oh, man, you remember the video now. Dying. Move on. Okay. <laughs> but like, don't give me any of that. Like, I don't even like when I become successful, which I know I will. Inshallah. You know, I don't want to hear none of that that shit. Like, I don't want my. Like, I don't oh, want. Well done, Zib. Now nah, fuck I see you. you. Shining. Oh, yeah, you do, good. bitch. Of course. Of course you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Of course. And what? 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 Yeah. You want? You want something? No. Of course you do. Go away. I'm shining. I'm shining. Motherfucker. You no. Do you know what it is? This is what I see. It's just it's the one, this is the one that is killing me at the moment, like, oh, rah, like, this isn't even anything to do with, like, money or, like, success, but it's like, oh, like, you've been looking nice lately, you know? As or, like, you've you been, been looking you've hungry been, or, like, and you, malnourished. Or, or, <laughs> Shut or, up. Or, like, you've been, you've been glowing, like. Shut up. Shut up. Of course. Because, Why should I not? Because you weren't checking for me before, so don't check for me now, This please. is the worst. This check is for me now. the worst. Don't do it. This is the worst. You get it as well, you are right? not checking you for me. You won't. So don't try it now. Don't. Don't do it in the cover. Don't. Don't do it. Don't. Don't do that. Because I'm still 21. Stop. I'm still 21. I'm still young. Nigga. I'm still young. Stop that. Okay? Like, no, I just find it really irritating how, like, people don't want to be with you when you're going through things, but they want to see, like, the end result. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's really, really frustrating. Like, all of that fake stuff, I don't want it. 100%. I don't want it. That's why the circle that I keep is very small. Tiny. It's very small. It's a, it's a full stop. <laughs> okay? It's a full Minuscule. stop. And the friends that I've had, I've had for years. Minus, like, two. But I've had for years. Mm-hmm. So... No new, I, I'm but I'm, at the same time, I disagree with the whole like longevity equals 
Oh, like, I'm not some saying friendships that. Friendships are toxic. No, you've been 100%. Years. We've said this in podcasts before, though. Oh, I don't even. We? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. We've said this Rewind. before. <laughs> Bring, listen to our previous episodes. But no, I agree with you because I have friends that, you know, that's why I said minus like two. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I definitely don't agree. Like me, huh, I definitely don't agree that longevity. Um, equals, you know, how much someone's yeah. been for you or whatever. Yeah. You can met someone yesterday, they've done more, more for, for you, you than, than someone you've known for years. Yeah, 100%. 100%. But from the one, the friends that I have, like, majority are the, like, I've genuinely have friends that I have known for years. Like, for years and have done so much for me. Mm. And the ones that I have met last year, two years ago, have or whatever, have, exactly, have, which time. is why they are in that full stop because, you know, they're great. And there are friends that I have known, there are people that I had in my life that I knew for years and I didn't feel like, you know, it was working out and I didn't choose to hold on to that friendship because I've known you for years. It was yeah. like, we're good, but it's not that. Yeah, it's we're just better off apart. Yeah, and I think that's fine. Do you know what I mean? You people don't need to force it. People just people. Reels, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's part of life. It's part of life. You're not the same person you were when you were 12. <laughs> like, if you are... Problematic. Reels, like we all grow and we all develop, and yeah. I feel like sometimes people think that you know just because you're you're not the same person, there needs to be some beef or like mm-hmm. some major debacle where it's not that it's serious. Not <laughs> like if I see you, it's calm. It doesn't Pressure. need to be a fight, but it's Gucci. literally. This rest life. in paradise man yeah to anything. everyone that's died this year man a lot of people have died this 2019 it's, it's, it's early a, it's really early and it's a lot it's, it's a lot it's, it's a lot like i know even yesterday there was a man like a young guy running around tottenham stabbing random people i had that and i just and i just thought this 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 can't be life i was just in tottenham myself i was driving through tottenham yesterday as well and i know i'm never in tottenham oh, so God. it was just it was oh. I think it's just all hitting home, but it's just hitting home. Yeah. And it's kind of got me thinking, like, what can actually be done to stop the violence? But I don't... don't... Let's break it down. Like, UK, our main issue is probably knife crime. Yeah. Because obviously people have access to knives. Um, Yeah. What can be done? And I think... I think... I I read that they were going to introduce more stop and searches. Yeah, I read that too. But I think that's that's just the dumbest thing. Like, we don't fear police. People don't fear police. If they feared police, if they feared jail time, if they feared it, they wouldn't do it. Yeah. But they, they're aware of the consequences and they're still fucking doing it. Yeah. I think we need to focus more on the causes. Intervention. Early intervention. From young. From young. From young. Like, you can't be telling me that you're closing down all, you know, like, youth centres and community groups and, you know, ev- like, think about it. If it wasn't for my parents being at a position where they could afford to get me into, like, stomp, like, performing arts schools like, yeah. on the weekend or, like, you know, practices that think, like, musical music that yeah. I have to, instruments I learned how to play, like, paying for that. If my family weren't at a position where they could afford that, what would I have been doing? Yeah. Gallivanting, doing yeah. nothing. Because everything else I can't afford to do. Yeah. So imagine people that genuinely, like, their parents that work double shifts in a day. Yeah. They, they, but these kids... They, oh, sorry, I just need to break this down. So my parent will work double shifts in a day. The kid will go to school, come home. There's no parent at home. Where are they going to go? Yeah. Hang out with their friends outside. Where are they, where are they going to hang out? The, that's closed. That's expensive. That requires finances that I do not have. This, this, this is like... All, all they can do is just chill. Yeah. Chill out in a park where it's free. Yeah. Like, like I don't... And the thing is, the more they're doing that, the more the more that they're just chilling, doing, not really getting into anything, someone will come up to them, offer them this. Like, it, it yeah. is a cycle and yeah. it happens. Yeah. It happens. And yeah. yes, it sounds a bit moist. Like, no one goes to community centers anyway. But even if it's like... People do. People do. That. And they would if they had the opportunity opportunity to. And yeah. if it wasn't, they have to pay for it. If they had an opportunity to, like, think about it. If that's something you've been doing since you were what? When it... Around 11, 10, doing that kind of thing is even kind of cool. That. Like, I don't know what 10 year olds do this day, but even before that, doing that at that age, that's acceptable. And if you keep doing that, if you keep having that routine of every Saturday I'm at this place, and then slowly you start to build and you grow new skills, and you learn to write a CV, and you learn how to do Listen. this, you, know, you grow as a person. Yeah. And they're really, they've really underestimated the power of these community groups because yeah. not only does it make 
um, you have something to do every week. Yeah. But it means you're talking to other people that you wouldn't have normally spoken to. Yeah. So if you guys are both on the street and maybe you rep for NW9 and I rep for NW7, even though it's around the corner from one another, they're not going to be beefing now because they know that they're from the community group. Right. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Honestly, like, I agree with you completely because as someone that grew up in a neighborhood where you know things were popping off on a regular basis and as someone that actually went to community centers and did all of those things you know like i would come home like from school like this is like like primary school i remember Mm -hmm. going to community centers and there was like we would go we upstairs we would do dance class downstairs the boys would do like MCing and stuff there would be foosball like fam we i used to it go every lit, wednesday you know? no, <laughs> it was lit. sounds lit i it feel like lit. you're right i want to go no it was good like and that's when i found my interest for like dance and stuff and yeah. then through secondary then my mum was like okay i'm gonna put you in a performing arts thing on saturdays which is obviously which my mum could you know yeah. afford to do and stuff yeah but it's like i have seen firsthand like the impact that these things do have on the community yeah. and one thing it also is important to do as well is because as i said it connects people from different areas within london or wherever you are but it also helps give people like role models because yeah. there are people that actually run these things yes. that are good individuals that actually care about kids and some kids out there just need that they just need Do someone you know to I give mean? a shit. They need someone like, to listen, care. Listen, I, I worked as a high school mentor and I worked with um, some, like, year 11 kids that were, like, sort of struggling in school and struggling at home. And I'm not going to obviously name any names. Yeah, yeah of course. Any bait information. But there was this one kid that I really gravitated towards. Like, to this mm. day, I, I, we text, we Instagram, even though it's really inappropriate for me to do that. But I'm not a teacher. So I'm still 21, you're 15, like, you're a girl, it's fine. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, like, she'll always ask me for advice, I'm always helping her, that kind of, that that's our relationship right now. Yeah. And I remember we were speaking when I used to mentor her at the school, mm. and she'd always say to me, like, nah, like, no one has ever told me that I'm intelligent. Like, you are the first person to sit there and tell me that I'm smart, that I can Imagine achieve Imagine if you something. weren't there. And I was thinking, and, and things, it wasn't even a lot for me to say. I was like, you know- nah, I was like, wow, you're, you're better smart, you know? It was literally like that. I read something that she wrote. Nah, that's really intelligent. And ever, that stuck with her. Can you imagine? It's all kitties is that positive reinforcement. Literally. And do you mind that you're actually worth so much? A hundred percent. You are worth so much. And the reason why I feel really passionate about that is because it's something that I did not get when I was at school. Yeah. And it wasn't until I got to university that, I, that I'm being told that now you're really, really intelligent, that I actually did that. Right, maybe I, I've got a bit of a brain on me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, same. So it just, all it needs is, kids just need to be reminded that, that they're worth so much more than what they think that, yeah, they, they are. are. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I stop projecting narratives onto kids as well. Like they're young. They're my kids. We're your kids, and uh, and we this, just this attitude of like kicking kids out of classrooms, putting them in LCS, putting them in IER. This kind of shit punishment does not work. <laughs> A lot of the time. These kids aren't naughty. They're just very, very fucking passionate. And that's what I had to realise in myself because I thought I was a very, very, very badly behaved. But yeah, I was badly behaved. But at the same time, a lot of time when I would get riled up is because I'm passionate about something. And, yeah. what I feel, and, and what I feel is happening is not fair. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit around and let it happen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And a lot of the time, these are what these kids are going through. They're just... At the, it comes across as anger, but really and truly, they just don't have, don't have the words to, to really articulate, articulate how they're feeling. And it comes out in... In you know, um, in in their music, in what they do, in their hobbies, in their behaviors, it comes out in dumb ways because they're not then they haven't been able to channel that energy properly. Yeah. So it's like you can't be screaming more stop and search, more police, more this, more that when you haven't even tried to give these kids an opportunity to, yeah. to achieve anything else. Yeah. Anything else. Yeah. It's sad. It's, it's sad. Like, oh, I just don't understand. so mad. And it's really irritating to me as well because I just feel like stop and search hasn't worked. It will never work. So, it will... Let's just write. Can we just make this a note? Stop and search will never work. Stop investing money in that and invest it into counter-terrorism and finish all these, these white supremacists that are going out killing people, murdering Tory MPs, going into mosques and shooting up places, driving lorries into mosques. Work your magic on counter-terrorism in white supremacy. That is what we need to be looking at. Because white supremacy counts for nearly, for majority of what terrorist attacks that happen in the UK. We don't need police for stop and searches. We don't need that. That's yeah. what we need right now. Okay? Yeah. 
Thank you. <laughs> the only thing I feel like the police need, if anything, is probably more police. I feel like I haven't seen a police presence, um, personally for me. Um, like for example, police stations. Like right. a lot of them have been getting closed down in my area. Okay. Like because there's no money. Like I feel like no, like literally there's no money. So I just find it so That's funny. Ridiculous. I just find it so funny. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Like if, if I honestly needed to go to a police station, I don't actually you know. know where to go. I don't even know where you go. Like I actually find it so funny that like which ones are closed down? The one about the one on Edgware opposite Edgware Road. In your- yeah. Oh, no, that Edgar one Road. is still there. That's my closest one. Edgeware Road. That's, That's one probably my closest one. The corner, corner. Edgeware Road. Yeah. The hotel is. That's my closest police station. Wow. But like, there aren't like I've seen a lot of them in my area get closed down. I hardly see police. Like they use the station. Like there are police cars coming in and out, but you can't go there. I feel like if you wanna, if you'd really want to invest money into the police force, I feel like there needs to be an increase in training. There needs to be, you know, more incentives for being a police more community, as well. more incentives, more community police. I feel like those are quite important yes. as well. You know, to actually connect with the local community. Yeah, like. I think increase to, stop and search isn't it's, helping. It's, it's creating that divide between black people and the police. Like you don't want that. You want to bridge yeah. that gap. Rose. You want black people to feel comfortable calling the police because I, like a lot of a lot of black people do not call the police for nothing. Even at if all. they're in danger, at they all. will not call the police. At all, they will not call the police because the police are going to blame it on me. I so I feel as if rather than you know stop and search, you're increasing that tension between you know. Uh, uh, us and them there's that yeah, divide we, we don't, don't need that we, don't. we need to bridge that gap 100% so you need to have alright cool this is the problem let's get the chief of police to come in and to meet your community leaders yeah. like that guy that's going around um, yeah what's his name going taking oh, the lives of people I don't remember his name I don't remember his name oh face up oh no I know who you're talking you about you know what I'm talking about I know who you're talking there's about there's this one guy who's going around in, in North London and um, a lot of young people are messaging on Instagram. The knife, he's doing a knife swap. Yeah, so for like vouchers. And he gives you like JD vouchers, Nike vouchers. Yeah. Meet people like him who are doing, like how Good. is it this random person is able to make more of a change than actual fucking police officers? That's what I'm saying. Take a note out of his book. Realise that it's not about stopping a search. It's not about stopping, hey, you there, you look suspicious. Let me, let me see what's in your jacket. It's not that. It's not. Give them an opportunity. Yeah. Let, let them feel as if, you know, let, let me come to you. Yeah. I, you're not going to judge me. You're going to hear me. You understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. Come with that approach and trust me. There will be a change in this community. Like, yeah. I feel as if what this Great Britain is missing is a lot of love. We're missing yeah. so much love for our neighbours and it's 100%, mad. 100%. If, if we lead with love, you will see the change in the world. It is it is craziness. Honestly, that's why I feel like there needs to be an increase in presence, not necessarily to scare people, but just so people are able to connect. Like, police yeah. officers in the UK, they obviously are human beings. Yeah, 100%. They have, they're not, I don't want to believe that they're evil people. Do you know what I mean? There's probably some people that are good. There's, there's good and bad in everything that we have. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But it's about, as Nia says, bridging that gap. And the only way that's going to happen is by connecting and getting to know one another. So actually knowing, actually knowing your local police officer. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? By like, name. Like, knowing your, like, knowing these people, building those relationships. Like, you see him on the way, like, oh, it's John. Do you know what I mean? Are you doing John? Like, how it is in, like, all How's those... the wife? You know when they do, like, Cor- 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 Corrie and stuff, and it's the same guy, or... Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, knowing these people and building those... Like, same way I know the pe- the person that gives me, like, mail or my name... Like, or you milk, just, if you get you know, milk. Or people, people still, still get milk, that. you know? People... My neighbour gets milk yeah, still. Man, these people drink milk, man. People, they leave disgusting. it on the doorstep. Drinking milk. Eat. I like milk. But, honestly... You do? Milk. You drink milk? Yeah. Still? Yeah. That's mad. Not yeah. good makes me shit. Okay. But, um... <laughs> it's a sad, sad, sad shit. <laughs> but, like, all of that, it just needs to happen, guys. And we just... The only way that can happen is through being united and actually creating this for ourselves. Like, 100%. we... Like, we, all of us listening here, us talking, us with viewpoints, like, we can only make things happen. We can't rely on other people to get shit done. Do you know 100%. I mean? And I feel that's what we should learn from that phaser guy. Because... Yeah. He did it by himself. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like he didn't need any. Backing. I'm not telling you to go out and collect knives. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's not what you should do. But his approach was very much. I get it. I'm from the same area as you. Yeah. We can do better. Let's do better. And he's even raising money to build a community. 
yeah. sent us, something like that. I yeah. remember seeing that he had some money. And he's working with the um with the charity. I remember he said in one of his interviews really? to actually like help raise more awareness on the issue and to, you know, actually give support to these people as well. Like people just need a hand. They need a hand. Literally. And they the kids just need someone to believe in them and to let them know that they're better than what they think they can achieve. There's more to this. There's more to your life. Yeah. And one and thing I wanted to just add um to what Naya said is like I feel like educators even need educating. Yes. Woo child. Do you know what yes. I mean? Because we need yes. to stop we need to stop like putting labels and adulting kids because oh my you're God. actually a child stop we need to remember that like in secondary school like we've spoken about this I in one of so our episodes mature. like i think it was episode three we spoke about like schools and you know the way we weren't able to express ourselves and if we think about the labels that you know aggressive sorry the school was fucking racist let me just let me let me aggressive. let me let me let me just say this and i will never talk about my high school ever fucking again mill hill county yes Mill Hill County High School NW74LL if you fucking want to send them an email racist. fucking racist I don't give a shit there was so many times they were every black girl in our year was criminalized I don't yeah. give a fuck and thing is right because I was so young at the time didn't realize. I didn't even rip the thing is I knew, do you know when something feels wrong See, it, I something felt wrong in me like for example there was this little there was a beef that took place and a couple girls in our year they happened to be black going to be for the garden six form i wasn't actually there i wasn't there either you said you know what i'm talking about i wasn't there about. You know what I'm talking about. i was walking to french that's me living i was walking this to french when i realized the school was fucking racist i got isolation you Fuck know for what i got isolation for, for that for not being there for not being there i was walking no i got isolation for that no i was with me daniela and someone else and we were walking to french and we we were walking to french yeah and we saw it happening but we were just late to french anyway but like they made it seem as though we were there but we weren't there and i got isolation for that and they said oh, the reason i got isolation is because oh i must have been there because i was late to class oh can't God. i just be late to class I just started to say my first ever isolation. I remember crying like. Oh, I remember. I, remember I got isolation. No, no, wait, was it isolation? That was a second isolation. <laughs> no, do you know why I got isolation the, the second was time? Mad. This is how I know the school was mad. This, was this mad. is how they were racist. Fucking I got, racist. I got, I, got, I got isolation because I didn't want to enter the classroom because a guy in the class kept telling me I was ugly. And I didn't want to go in the class. And, and no one was I, there. Did I come outside or no? No, no, no. Um, I basically got isolation after, 100%. Yeah. He kept, say, he kept, kept saying it. Oh, kept saying the fucking bastard. Kept saying it. And obviously, little year nine zips is like insecure as fuck. I'm going. None of my girls are in the class. I'm not going. I was I'm like, fucking going. If you know me. I was like, I'm saying that. I was like to the teacher, I was like, I told him. I told him. I was like, sir... I feel so uncomfortable. I like I genuinely feel so like I I felt like I could not walk into that class. Yeah. So I was like, you can give me the work, I will sit outside the door. Like you send me out. This is I will sit Listen. outside, I will do the work here. I'm not going in. Because I'm not allowing him to see me upset. I'm not giving him that power. I'm sitting here. He was like, Okay, that's fine. I stayed there for the whole class, did my work outside on this, those little three steps. And then after I went to um dance, like the dance teacher, I just had mm-hmm. a good relationship with her and I was just crying and I was upset and I just told her like obviously what had happened. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know what, Zainab, like you'll be fine, la la la. Next day the teachers reported me. I've got isolation because I didn't go into the didn't want to go into the class. And then when I came to the class, and I came to science when I found out I'd had isolation and I was crying because I was thinking like, this is fucking unfair. Yeah. Like this is, that was, do you know what that was? That was some sexist shit because all the teachers involved were fucking male. Yeah. And they just like, that was. They saw black girls. I should understand that, you know. Listen, I can see you getting upset right I'm getting now. so livid. I'm getting so livid because I didn't see even what they did to me. They, like I'm actually angry. The tears are in my eyes. I want to fight someone. <laughs> no. Ah, oh, the fist. Ooh. I can't believe that you know. crying right now. I actually though. can't believe that shit. <laughs> nah, it, Mill Hill County was fucking mad. And then my See, friends, my friends that were comforting me got isolated. Do you know how bad I felt afterwards? My friends that were comforting me then got isolation for comforting me. Fam. For comforting me. Everything. But people! No, 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 
but but when but when a white girl leaves the class because she doesn't want to dissect a lamb's heart, it's oh, fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. But four black girls, four black girls upset because you know of the man. Oh, it's a problem. Of course, it's a problem. Black lives don't matter. Did you know that? Black lives don't matter. Did you not know that? They did not give a flying fuck at Mill Hill County. Listen, if anyone from that school has heard this podcast yet... Fuck you! Listen, fuck you and hit me up at the same time. Because that's talking about this. I don't know about every single racist, in unfair, unjust moment you had at high school. Because I need to know. Because these high schools are fucking mad. Real. They're fucking mad. So imagine, yeah, this is how I... This is how I Got in trouble again. So I was in IER. I can't remember how I got into IER, but I was in IER. IER is isolation. Yeah, it's an internal exclusion room. So you just. And they put you in a room, yeah, like you're in fucking prison and the walls are black. The walls are black. You can't see any. The walls are black. It's like a cubicle. You can't even see who else is in the room with you. And the thing is, you have to get there from from 15 minutes before school starts and you leave 15 minutes after school ends. You don't see anyone. You don't see no one. You don't see anyone. You don't see no one. You even have your lunch early. Your lunch. Ali. That's the only perk because you get all the fresh food first oh. for everyone else. Oh. But uh, uh, it was bad. But I didn't eat quite a few times to be fair. I wasn't. Yeah, anyway. You used, to bring, you used to bring a pillow. Oh, I was ready. Listen, every time at night I got eat, what should I do? I used to give them the tips, fam. I gave you the tips. Wait, you had to bring. Listen, I'm, I'm not even going to get into that. that okay, but that one time you were anyway, talking about. So I was an eat, right? And then um, there was these two other boys that just that just were sent there recently during the day. Cool. I'm friends with these other boys, but I know that if I... I'm not going to speak. Cause I, if I get talk, I get in trouble. Cool. And I are uh, doing my work. These two boys, they're friends. They keep talking, bantering, making each other laugh, standing up, looking out the window, taking the piss kind of thing. I stay seated. There's this white lady. I can't remember her name because she was a dickhead substitute anyway. But she's been... But you know you know of her. If I was to remember her name, you, you'd recognise okay. her because cool. she's been there. You know them subs that Miss are Shannon. always there? Not Miss Shadow. Oh, I don't know. Miss Shadow was safe. It was a sub that was always, always there. But she was, she always, she had it in for me. And because I knew this, I said, I'm not even going to give her the satisfaction. So I just sat there quietly. Cool. Next thing you know, she tells everyone, guys, you've all got to be quiet. Harry must have said something funny. Oh, what's someone's name? Someone must have said something funny. And I sniggered. And she's like, fine, cool, that's it. She picks up the phone and she goes, oh, I need someone to come in, some senior staff to come in to take one of these people out. Obviously, I'm thinking, rah, one of these boys are getting in trouble. Like, fam, you lot are fucked. They come up now, and she goes, yeah, I'm going to just take Naya out. She's been talking nonstop, messing around. I was like, what? Joe, your jaw drops because you cannot believe something. I, that's, that, I lost my mind. I lost my mind. I started screaming. I was like, are you crazy? I have been sat here. I didn't say a fucking thing. I didn't swear, but I didn't say a single thing. They were chatting at me. <laughs> you two, they've been chatting nonstop. They do shit to them. <laughs> and obviously, they're not going to bait themselves out because of they don't want get, to get themselves in trouble. But if you actually look at the fact, I did not do anything. So anyway, because obviously I'm getting angry and getting wild up. I, I, the mad angry black person. Like she so, wanted. That's what like she wanted. She wanted. Ah! You know, I, like the mad angry black woman. Ah! I ended up getting taken away by the teacher. They're like, no, I understand. It's fine. But there's me thinking, do you know what? They get what I'm saying. Like they understand that I'm emotional because I'm frustrated at the fact that I've been treated unfairly. Cool. So I just go see Cheryl Miss Thompson and have a teacher that I really like. I'm chilling with her, I have a blanket, I'm still crying because I'm really pissed off. Oh, la, la. I'm genuinely like, I'm just crying and you're like, it's like the hair's of us. It's the tears, you're even hot, your nose is burning oh, you've been crying so much. Serious. And your eyes are heavy. No, oh, I, I, I was emotional. One. Best believe the next day I come into school, why have I got IER again? Because of, of I got kicked out the day before. Like it wasn't my fault. When I say the school would do the most sneakiest, sneakiest dumb fuck things to me it doesn't even make any sense i was in art one day during that beef that i was trying to i was talking about earlier yeah. that you were got in trouble for during that beef i was in art doing my projects and yet um i was called to write a statement and i was like i wasn't there i was in art they're like you still need to write a statement i was like a statement for what i was not there they're like okay then write that down i was like no because i was not there <laughs> do you know what i mean she's like no if you don't write it down you're gonna get a detention for I what was like, I was in art. There you go. There's your what's the called? What's the what they want? What's the thing that you, you write? Sign it. No, what's that thing that you write when you're in A statement. Yeah, a statement. 
they were like, write that down in your statement. I was like, no, because I wasn't there. And then obviously I just wrote, I wasn't up. And then I didn't get in trouble after that. But it was like, the fact that they even picked me up and said, you have to write a statement. Why? I've, you know I wasn't there. I told you I wasn't there. Many people have seen me not be there. But because I am black, 100%. and I'm a black girl, and you know that I'm uh, cordial with these people, you assume that I am involved. Let's call a spade a spade. The school is fucking racist. Okay. Period. I had a fucking racist teacher that thought she could teach me about reverse racism as if it was part of the curriculum. Miss fucking Kane. Miss fucking Kane, the racist, the racist, the queen. I never had her. She was a racist. Wasn't she our head of year at one point? She was a racist. And how was life when she was head of year? Peak. Exactly. Fucking racist. A lot of people in that school are racist. Fucking racist. You know what? One thing that can never... Like, if Mill Hill County, yeah, ever called me to come back and do a speech, you know I would do it? I would do it. I would do it. And you know, I'll tell them that they're fucking, fucking racist. racist. <laughs> I would do You're it. You're fucking racist. I would do it. And in you, the, in you, this speech... And you. In the speech, <laughs> I would do a tell all. A tell all. Tell all. YouTube channel, you know. Listen. <laughs> tell all. They'll have to pull me off that stage. <laughs> pull me off that stage. All right, guys. All right, guys. Settle down. Like, settle down. You black, you black people in this room, I know what you're going through. I, I know, know they're racist. I know. All of them. When you, you're going to be better than them and they're still going to be here in 10 years. That's why I don't care, you know, because all them dumb ass teachers, racist what are teachers. they still doing? There. You're still in the same position that you were in when I was there. Good. And Good. Then you're there. The teachers that I love left. They've gone. They've gone because they knew the school was fucking racist. Fucking shit. They got up and they left. All the safe teachers have gone. I hated that place, man. It's mad. It's actually a mad situation. We went through it, but I'm happy that I went through it. It made me better than better who I am today. Like Rose. I learned some shit. Rose. And that's why when I went, that's why you, you, everyone was there. Like, oh, I'm gonna stay for sixth form. I said bye. <laughs> I am not staying in this shithole one extra you day that I need to. Can't. One extra day because I didn't like it, and, and that's the thing that confused me. You know, everyone, everyone had shit, it. but everyone wanted to stay there for sixth form. Another two years of hell. Yeah, this, this is the thing, yeah. In sixth form, life is different though, because you know they don't penalize you like they that they do when you're in high school. True. So you're at this point, you're kind of you're not on level with the teachers, but you're just an inch below them. Fair. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Fair. So you have a lot more freedom. You can get away with a lot more. I just shit. weren't. Even, life is easy. Do you know what I mean? I hear that. I just wasn't trying to be in that environment. Like, mm-mm. and I'm, I'm happy. Fucking I learned. Fucking, fucking. But that that was the pod. You know, that was an intense episode, guys. <laughs> you enjoy it. Ooh, my heart is racing. Listen, it brought up so many memories, <laughs> so many emotions, <laughs> so many emotions. We cried, we laughed. You know, but and like, on a positive note, do you know what I mean? Yeah, just do you grind and just live life with no regrets, man. And let us know about your high school moments, though. That we I want to, I want to laugh. We want to know your wildest high school moments. Let me know. <laughs> but. Yeah, so this was Tea with a Slice of Shade. Make sure you follow us on our Insta, Tea with a Slice of Shade, and our individuals. It's Sibs! And it's Night Bizzle! Whoa! I remember! <laughs> See you on the next one, guys. <laughs> Bye!